This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Everybody Lies, our <laughs> our house empty podcast, where we dive into the uh, used needles and scalpels, uh, find the dead babies, and many expensive medical tests for no reason. Yep. Well, they uh, they admit in this episode that they're uh, they're going to turn a profit on this. this yeah, uh, they're pretty excited about that because you know they're working with the feds. Um, uh, this episode's called Mob Rules, I think. Is yes, that, correct? that is correct. The opening scene is uh, it's it's you know you infer pretty quickly it's a it's a guy in witness protection. He's watching a basketball game while his lawyer slash brother is kind of pacing around. He's trying to talk him out of you know going to the feds because this guy is some you know pretty high-level mobster or mid-level at least. He, at the very least, he could turn over a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And then so he's watching it. You know, he's, he's just basically focusing on the game. He's like, oh, you know, I have money on this one. And then all of a sudden, he just, like, starts going to, like, a spasm, and then he just kind of just collapses. Yeah. And, and, his, and, and funnily enough, his brother goes, I think he's hurt, or I think he's sick, when he's, like, convulsing. And, like, he's like, yeah, I, I don't think anyone thinks he's, like, in a perfect state of health right now. Right. The the one uh federal agent's like uh you know, hey, you're either uh you're either dying or you're testifying. Right. And uh it, it's very up in the air at this point. Then we cut to the uh the intro. I, I really like the intro on a lot of shows I skip it, but I like the music and I like the mm-hmm. kinda like, you know, montage of its you know, like different like scenes. It's it's a lot of like, you know, still frames and stuff. It's really it's really Yeah. The the massive attack, I believe it's called Teardrop. It's a good yeah, song. That, that, I think it is Massive Attack, uh, which is uh, uh, the street artist Banksy is allegedly a member of Massive Attack. Yep. Massive Attack. That's correct. And of course, I probably should skip the intro because every time I see Brian Singer's name, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Oh, Brian Singer. Yeah, so we, we, we go to the office um, and Cuddy is there and she's being like grilled over the numbers by, um, shit, I, Chi McBride's character. I can't yeah. remember. Vic, Vic Ed- Edward Vogler. Vogler, that's it, yeah. And it's pretty funny because he's asking her about the numbers, and I, I don't know if she's being evasive or she just doesn't know. He's he's basically like saying, you know, I don't think House is making a profit. And contrary to what he said during his like, you know, his speech about his father with Alzheimer's, he, he intends to run the hospital as a business, which mm-hmm. I don't think is a great idea because I don't think hospitals are. Inc- well, I guess if you buy an entire hospital, you probably can make a, a decent profit. But he doesn't feel like he's really hurting for the money to do this. I mean, I don't know if later they reveal like an ulterior, ulterior motive or something. That would be my guess. Maybe House like misdiagnoses dad or something. That's just your guess. I'm not telling you, but go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's really grilling her, and then you know, House pops in and like a he has a he has a subpoena. Oh, maybe he doesn't pop in, but House has a subpoena. I think he does come in the office. He's like, yeah, what do you want me to do with? Because the feds are, you know, basically compelling him to take this patient on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a court order for him to treat. I guess it's a situation like last week where they they researched who the best was, at least in the area, because obviously New York, New Jersey, they're you know they're Italian mob, they're in that area. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a lot of great doctors in New York, but I mean, he, you know, we've have no reason to believe he's not the best doctor on the planet. Yeah, from, you know, everything we've seen from him and everything we will see. From Yep. So uh, they've they've got a quarter for him to do it. He doesn't want to do it. Uh, you know, Chai McBride's like, uh, you know, oh how horrible. <laughs> you know, you got to treat a patient. And Cuddy says, you know, I'm not I'm not getting you out of this. You got three options. Uh, you know, hire a lawyer. 
uh, treat him or go to jail. So he ends up uh, treating him. He uh, he does a bunch of tests. Uh, he's in a coma at this point. Joey is the the guy's name. I can't remember their their last name. The uh, it's something Italian, but uh, Smith. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the uh, that's the fake name they give him. But uh, he does the tests. Uh, you know, like uh, poking him, poke him on the foot with a you know needle and everything. And he says he's uh, on an eight on the coma scale. Uh, I'm guessing out of 10, uh, I don't know how the coma scale works, but apparently it's a pretty fucking deep coma. So. Yeah, we can assume it's up to 10. That's that's a, that's a bad one. Right. So so they do their diagnostics. <laughs> they find that he has, um, it's a hematomia, I think. They, is that what, is that a blood clot? It's, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, he's got a hematoma, which is a, um, a, like, uh, area of bleeding, basically. So it can, it can be, uh, it, it's... It's not a clot, but it's like a um, it's like a mass of bleeding, almost like a bruise, but uh, more insidious. Yeah, so they see uh, they find an indication that he he had suffered a, a, a head injury earlier. He he was hit with a tire iron, but he claims like he was changed tire and hit him in the head. Yeah, about about five years ago, five or six years ago, from when yeah. this uh, this. Uh, episode takes place. Yeah, so Foreman, you know, being a neurologist, he proposes drilling a hole in his head to, you know, relieve some of the pressure, get some of the, you know, fluids out of there. And then as he says that, the patient is awake and he goes, uh, yeah, I don't really want you to drill inside my head. Right. Which is a shock to everybody because I don't know how he's awake. I mean, I guess they explain that. I, I don't recall the answer, but yeah, he's up. Um, and then um, his brother, you know, uh, he finds that he's awake and he's like, uh, you know, well, he's like, you can't discharge him because if you discharge him, I'm going to destroy everything you like person by person. Yeah. Which, which is funny because House, House he, he asked him before this if he's in the mafia. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he's like, oh, I guess you are in the mafia. Right. It's so funny, too, because when he's like, I'll take away everything that you love, you know, bit by bit until there's nothing left. I'm thinking like, okay, well, that's that's not much. <laughs> like. Not a not a tough job because there's not much that House loves. Uh, I guess he could take away his ability to practice medicine somehow, like that would, uh, and maybe his pills. That those would be like the two things. But yeah, he uh, he does make that threat because he's basically like, look, he I want him to stay in the hospital um, because I want to convince him not to go into witness protection because he's afraid he's going to get killed. Like that the. Feds aren't really going to be able to protect him, and then he's going to get killed at some point, and um, and he doesn't want him to testify, so he right. wants time to convince him not to. Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, House uh, basically, you know, is, is trying to keep him in the hospital because he doesn't want to be murdered. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm not 100 percent sure that's the only reason he wants him, and he doesn't think that his issue is resolved because House. I mean, I'm sure he cares about his own life, but he doesn't really seem to be too impressed by the mafioso. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, unfortunately, uh, while he's you know having this discussion, he he finds out that the patient has been discharged by Vogler, who of course is not a doctor. Yeah, Vogler called and said, "Hey, he's he's out of the coma now. He's good." And he's uh, just trying to appease the feds and you know have mm-hmm. them like you know put a good check mark in their book for him. Exactly. Yeah, and then sure enough, two hours later, the uh, same patient comes back into the hospital. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for House, is right in front of Vogler and Cuddy. Right. So, um, and, and, you know, he makes, uh, Vogler look like, uh, you know, kind of a moron. Um, 
And the thing that I noticed about this is, uh, uh, you know, Chai McBride is a very tall man. And um, Hugh Laurie is almost as tall as him. <laughs> so I was, I was like, I didn't realize this before. But I'm like, well, Hugh Laurie's a pretty tall guy, too, then. But that's the uh, that's the thing I noticed in that scene. <laughs> so from there, um, I'm trying to think. So they they uh, you know they they go through. Um, he's awake at this point, though. Um, they do some some tests of his liver, and they find out that um, that there's some damage there. He has hepatitis C. Uh, House points out that it's chronic hepatitis C uh, as opposed to acute. And and that, um, you know, because this stuff is so sudden onset that the hepatitis C wouldn't cause it. Um, He also points out that, you know, he didn't tell Vogler that uh, the guy was out of a coma. Somebody must have. And it must have been one of the three of them. Uh, obviously money's on chase at this point. He's the, yeah, for sure. He's the weaseliest of them. Um, so, uh, you know, a house is, is being a little guarded, but, uh, chase argues that hepatitis C is the, you know, the most, um, the most likely cause and he wants to treat him for it. And house says, okay, you know, fine, treat him for hepatitis C, but get a biopsy of his liver. Uh, so that I can see, you know, what else is going on in there. Yeah, and they go to tell his brother, <clears throat> I think it's uh, Chase, actually, that tells him it's hep C. Yeah. And he's like, wait, wait, how can you get it? He's like, oh, you can get it from, you know, uh, uh, lots of ways you can get it. He goes, you can get it from needle, you know, needles, uh, you know, sex. And, like, his brother immediately thinks, oh, whoa, whoa, you can't say that he has hep C. People think, you know, he was, you know, gay or something like that, mm-hmm. which apparently in the mafia is a very bad. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I guess especially at this time, I suppose. I'm sure now it is too. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so, uh, he, you know, he's saying, you know, don't put it on his chart, don't treat him, you know, uh, he, he can't, this is like a death sentence essentially. If he's in prison or not, he's going to be killed for. Yeah. And he smacks, uh, he smacks Chase, which is hilarious. Yeah. And Chase, of course, does nothing. Right. I, I feel that if he had done that to Foreman, the Foreman would have fucked him up. Oh, absolutely. But so he, yeah, he, cause the, the brother comes to house. And he says, hey, you know, uh, your people are like spreading lies or whatever. And House says, hey, you know, he's got it. Um, you know, let's say he got raped when he was in prison. Could have got yeah, House finds that he has jailhouse tats, so he knows yeah. he was in jail. So he's he's guessing, yeah, he probably was raped. But, you know, again, that's not any better for his. Right. So he's like, uh, he's like, well, what do you you know, what are we going to do? And he's like, I don't know if you know about this, but uh, uh, the mob sometimes keeps two sets of books. And he's like, <laughs> and he, he's like, oh yeah, you know. And he goes, are you jerking me around? And he goes, hey, you know, doctors are busy sometimes; they forget to write things down. So he agrees to treat him without uh, writing it up, which prompts him, like very quickly. I don't know how fast he was able to get all this set up, but House goes down to the garage to leave with with Wilson. He's talking to Wilson, and his car's gone. <laughs> But a uh, fucking Corvette is uh, in its place, like a 1965 classic Corvette. And it's the note on it says it's a gift from the Arnello brothers. Yeah, that's what it is. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, he's you know he's teasing uh, you know Doctor Wilson because you know he's like oh well he's like well 
you know, I can't give it back. It's a gift. You know, I, right. I don't want to insult them. Yeah, he's like, what do you think he'd do? And like, uh, Wilson's like, you know, he might hurt you. <laughs> right, because obviously they're both really looking forward to, you know, tooling around in this classic car. Right, so um, so he keeps it. And uh, I'm trying to think what else, what happens after that. Oh, yeah, um, they they discover that, so the, the liver biopsy comes back. Um, it, it shows, I can't remember what it shows, but it's like elevated... Uh, Bilirubin, I think, or something like that. It, basically, it's not a, it's not the Hep C. It's a, it points to a proximate cause, uh, an acute cause, um, and he's got a high level of estrogen in his body. He, his white, right. his white counts low because um, he was a smoker, as House learns from looking at his chest X-ray, uh, and he says, um, you know, the the white count being low. Let's me know that he's quitting uh, smoking uh, and he's taking some sort of um, this lozenge to help him uh, from a Chinese place. Yeah, it's like a, a website that he got, like some Chinese herbal medicine that's supposed to help him, you know, kick his head. Right. So, you know, he uh, House is walking up to the the detectives and um, or not the detectives, the federal agents. And one of them is uh, kind of grilling the other one. He's like, hey. You know, your wife just deposited $3,000 in your bank account. Where'd you get it? You know, like all this stuff, because they suspect uh, when they, that's right. When they do the liver biopsy, they find um, toxins and, you know, they say he, he's, you know, being poisoned. They use the, they, oh, that's the other thing that we forgot. Um, they, you know, his, his liver wasn't functioning properly because of the hep C. Uh, there's toxins in it. They don't know what to do. Uh, you know, he's either going to like, cause they say he might need a liver, but he's only got like two hours, uh, you know, before liver failure. So, you know, he could die. Um, because they're not quite sure what the poison is at this point. Yeah. Um, so they come with a, a you know, naturally, uh, the show requires a transplant and, you know, it's like you have to get a liver in like what two hours. That's, that's the testing alone. I think it's, it takes four hours. So right. House. Shockingly, comes up with an unconventional idea, and they bring in a pig. Yep, and this is because uh, I've, I've looked it up when I've watched the show before. This actually is a thing; they don't do it often, but uh, it's basically like dialysis, but for your liver. There is no actual dialysis for your liver, um, but pigs are so similar to human beings, their physiology, uh, especially their liver and their circulatory system, that you can run your blood through a pig's liver and it will filter out like, just like your liver would, it will fill filter out all the toxins and then they return the blood uh, back to his body. That helps, you know, clean everything so that his, uh, you know, his system sort of resets basically. Um, yeah. And then how you know, he goes, it's probably this pill that he took, you know, some, mm -hmm. you know, crazy like Chinese herb, you know, yep. and then, so after this, he's stable. And they're like, well, he has hep C, but, you know, it's not charted, which is a very bad thing in a lot of ways, because if he goes to a random doctor, he could just probably be killed immediately. Right. Yeah. So the yeah, the the problem was they put him on interferon for um for the hep, hep C. C. Yeah. And the interferon interfered with the chemical, one of the chemicals in this uh, this Chinese herb that he was taking. And, uh, you know, basically let it run rampant through his body. And that's why it, uh, it affected him so, so much, they say. So, um, 
Yeah, the, they they actually cut to the the clinic here, which actually oh, yeah. this, I remember this distinctly. But why don't we do the clinic at the end of this? Because, okay. Uh, yeah. So then House like kind of confronts Chase. He basically tells him that he thinks he's the one who's you know ratted him out to Vogler because mm-hmm. he. I mean, from what he, he says, someone ratted him out to Vogler. I kind of felt that Vogler just kind of figured it out, but maybe someone did rat him out. Right. Yeah, so he's like, you know, saying, you know, you know, I don't trust you. I he, he basically gives him shit constantly about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so uh, they they think he has a sensitivity to red meat for some reason, and they think it's this thing called orthine transcarbamylase deficiency. But he's not yeah. really sure because the estrogen level is just really like fucking. He just does not understand the estrogen why it would be so high. He tells his brother that the only reason that you would take you know have higher estrogen is if you took estrogen. So his brother's like, "What? My brother is going to become a woman now?" Or you know, he's like, you know, freaking out against the homosexual thing again. Mm-hmm. And basically he says, hey, there's this this chemical or this this drug. Uh, it's an aphrodisiac for gay men uh, on the same on the same site. Yeah, yeah it's same, a same Chinese website as these uh, quit smoking drugs or candy. And um, and that, uh, you know, hey, if he took it because he's gay, um, you know, that uh, that would explain it. And this OTD would explain everything else. So. The cure is to, you know, have him to stop all the treatments and, um, you know, just let his body recover from the, the overload of protein. Um, but if House is wrong and he's not gay, then the estrogen is being caused by something else that they don't know. And if they stop the treatments, then he'll die. So right. the brother's going to make this call. And House points out that, hey, you know, um, uh, witness protection is a big chance for him to, you know, maybe live a life he's always wanted to live that he could never tell anybody. Yeah, he could start fresh and, you know, this could be part of the, you know, insistence on being an informant. So the brother eventually concedes, he goes, okay, maybe maybe he is gay. And then Mm -hmm. so they start the treatment and sure enough, it works. Yep. He wakes up and uh, they try. He tries to have a conversation with him about it. His brother is, I guess, as understanding and nice as he could be in this situation. Um, right, but he's like, oh, maybe they mix the pills up. And like mm-hmm. they both kind of agree to agree that I think they both know the truth. But yep. they're like, we're just going to say that it's these pills. You know, I'm not going to, we're not going to have, this is not a conversation two Italian men the mafia are going to have. Right. And he says, hey, all I need to know is that you're my brother. You know, he doesn't say, and I love you, but I mean, that's basically you know, the, the underlying message of it. You're my brother. I yeah. support you. If you think he that goes, if you want to testify, he, he knows it'll make him happy because he, he, he knows his brother's gay at this point. And he's yep. like, Hey, you know, this will make him happy. He's my brother. I don't care. You know what, you know, centuries of like, you know, our code and that kind of shit mean. Mm. He's my brother. You know, it's like a very, very nice thing. You know, you don't really expect it, but I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, he's, he's like, okay, go ahead and live, you know, live your life, I guess. Yep. And, uh, we, so, oh, I was just going to say house, you know, learns because Wilson tells him that, uh, that Cuddy and Vogler have been meeting about him for the past two days. And then Cuddy comes down and she says, well, Vogler wants to fire everybody in the diagnostics department. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, ophthalm-, she points out to Vogler that ophthalmology doesn't make you know money either, but right. he really does not, you know, he does not, you know, care for house again. I'm assuming there's an ulterior motive, but we'll see, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then so, you know, she said, and then she says, you know, you have to fire one of your uh, teammates. And, you know, that's kind of like the uh, the uh, cliffhanger at the end. 
Yeah, she um, she fought for him. Uh, she said that you know he can't he can't fire her. Uh, she doesn't. She's wanna... only one of three women who are chief of medicine in the hospital, right? And um, and that she knows where all the bodies are buried, all the stuff that's not on the books, all the stuff that he's going to need to know. Um, and House points out he's like, hey, you know, guys like this are a quick study in six months. He's not going to need you. And she's like, I'll worry about it then. Um, but the compromise that she makes is that, uh, he's got to do more clinic duty, which I guess provides more for the hospital. And he has to fire one of the staff. Right. Um, and then the clinic, I I really enjoyed this. I remember this. I've seen this episode, at least this part. I remember, I kind of remember the mafia, uh, sub or not subplot, the main Mm -hmm. plot, but in the clinic, there's a, there's a, uh, Guy looks like he's in his early twenties. House like assumes he's the parent because he's only an infant, but he says right. he's the older brother. And the uh, parents went to Barbados, I think, or something like that. Yeah, they're they're clearly a uh, well-to-do family. Yeah, but he says he has like a whistle, uh, wheezing, which House, you know, correctly points out is more of a whistling. And so he puts some forceps into his nose and he pulls out a uh, little toy police. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, they come back later. The mafia guy's barging in, and the baby's doing it again. The mafia guy yells at the baby to stop, that he stops, and then he pulls out a uh, let's see what he pulls. He pulls out a fireman, I think. Yeah, fireman is next. Yep. And then he comes back again. House like, yeah, hold on a second. He gets a magnet out because he's like, this kid's got a lot of shit in his nose. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a uh, there was a fire truck. I think it was also pulled out in a cat. So the guy's like, oh man, I'm sorry, my brother's so stupid. He goes, well, that's genetic, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, but the house is like, actually, I think he's really smart because if you think about it, it's like the cat got stuck in his nose, then they sent in a fireman, a policeman, and a fire truck to rescue him. So he actually thinks he's very clever on the boy's part. Right. And the and the older brother points out that he shouldn't have showed him the trick where he pulls the quarter out of his nose last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another thing of interest is uh, Cameron admits that she finds House attractive, which you know they they rip on her for, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that is funny. When she, she especially Foreman is like uh, very much delighting in. Uh, oh, do you get like butterflies in your stomach? You know and stuff right. when you see him. <laughs> And then also uh, another thing is uh, another funny scene is when House and uh, Wilson are out in the Corvette. Like uh, Wilson's just ripping. He's like, you know, this has more than one gear. He's right. like, you know, driving like a, you know, the stereotypical like grandma or whatever. Or yeah. me because I drive so. Yeah, he's like, have you ever driven an automobile? You know, there are four there are four gears. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I like this episode. I, I'm really, I, I'm really enjoying the Vogler. I, I wasn't sure that I would, but I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in the next episode, especially as far as the, uh, the firing does, or my, I assume it does not happen because I think I see all. I mean, or, or maybe one gets hired back later because I recall seeing all three of them in later episodes. But yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, and I hope he fires Chase because who, who likes Chase? Exactly. I think Chase is, and Chase is probably if there was, if there was a. A snitch, it probably was Chase. So yeah, it seems like he easy. tries to fire Chase, and then like he won't let him because he's a snitch. And also, oh, another point is he, he he tries to make everybody in the hospital think that he thinks Foreman's the uh, the you know mm. rat or uh, you know whatever you want to call it. Right. He, he knows Foreman wouldn't do it though because he he knows Foreman like Foreman is him. Yeah, he's like, no, I know that you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't turn on me for Vogler yeah, because. Uh, you know, you don't know what's going to happen with Vogler. He's like, you, if you're going to turn on me, it's going to be because you, you know where you're going to land. Right. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, looking forward to the next one. Yep, it's a very, very good episode. Uh, and like I said, I mean, I, I, I enjoy 
the Vogler arc. Um, I'm glad that it didn't go the entire series um, because I think it would have been really hard uh, to do you know, stuff with Vogel the entire series, but I, I, yeah, I enjoy it the, the arc. point where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it's only six episodes because it's like, oh no, you're in trouble. Now I'm not. I mean, if that continued for like, you know, however many seasons, eight or nine or a thousand, I don't know. Right. I'd be very tiresome, but I, I, I appreciate knowing that he's only in here for six episodes. That, that makes me uh, happy. Yep. And I like Chai McBride a lot. I think he's a really good actor. So yeah, he's really good. Well, that is our episode for the week. We will see you next week. Uh, Talk to you later. Bye. See you later.